Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Hey guys, today I want to talk about fame and design. So this is a very interesting topic because so many people come to me, want to join my program on the premise that they want to become famous. Now, would they ever tell you to your face that they really want to become famous? No, not exactly. But there are key indicators of designers whose real dream is actually to be a famous designer, not to be a good designer, okay? So this is the number one thing that really, like part of the reason is I do consults and I talk to people in boot camps is because I'm trying to weed out what I'm seeing. And for the most part, it, most people who come to me, they're super excited to become great designers. And that's really what I try to teach, how to become a great designer. But every now and then, and this has happened a couple of times recently, there have been some indicators that the person on the other side of my Zoom call or that I've been talking to is more interested in becoming famous or having you know, the clout on social media or the relationships with certain individuals in the industry. They're more interested in that than they are in becoming a great designer. So I think you guys can see all the flaws in this, but let's really talk, talk it through because it does happen that as you become a designer and maybe a designer for certain manufacturers, you will become industry famous, not like worldwide famous, but industry famous. Maybe people on Instagram will start to follow you and have a big audience. Maybe you'll have people who are excited about what you do and they, they fan follow you, which is amazing. All of these things are fabulous. I am not anti these things. But most people who are aspiring to become designers don't realize what it takes before you get to that point. And most of the time, the designers that I've talked to anyway who've gotten to that point never strove for those things. They never were like, I want to be fabric designer famous. That's usually not the case. Instead, they just were obsessed and loved the design work they did, right? And so one of the key indicators I see are people who are interested in the glory and the shimmer and shine of it all, but they're very much not interested in doing the work. Um, they'll say things like, yeah, I can dedicate, you know, five to 10 hours to it. And, you know, I really want to spend most of my time working on social media at the beginning, especially if they've been to a boot camp and they still say they want to work on social media. I'm like, you didn't hear what I had to say about this. You're interested in audience building. Designers, guess what? We don't audience build in the first year. We, we shouldn't be. It makes zero sense. What we need to be focusing on is becoming great designers, okay? So another key indicator for me is there's like such, such a fixation, especially on, you know, I see it the most in the fabric industry, but I also see it in the silhouette and cricket industry as well. Fixation on certain people, sometimes even myself, which is really bizarre for me because guys, I'm really incredibly normal. Like if you came to my house and I've had design suite members come to my house, I am like honestly a normal human being who just 
is obsessed with design, okay? So here's the deal. I think that hyperfixation on the person, what you see on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all those things, it is not what their everyday looks like. How do I know this? Because what I show on Instagram is me teaching, me making stuff, me designing things, right? It's not my day in and day out. You didn't see me early before in three meetings that were hard to deal with or there weren't things happening that I needed to have done, having to put down hard lines on my team for this, that, and the other. You didn't see me, um, you know, hunkering through our, um, our software to see what kind of issues we're having. You didn't see me answer several customer service calls. You didn't see me in meetings with my design suite members. You didn't see me really, really wanting to spend part of my day designing, but knowing I wasn't gonna be able to get to it today because there were other things going on. And so my daily life is a very regular, normal, designer's life. You're hunkering through email. You're trying to get in the design time. You're trying to fix production files. You're trying to, oh my gosh, deadlines for manufacturers. That's what I'm under the gun for right now. I have all these deadlines for manufacturers and trying to make sure that I can get them done, which sometimes means I'm working from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. and then maybe a couple of extra hours in the evening. That happens sometimes, not all the time, thank goodness. But I think that most of us don't realize the work that's going in the background. I think we, we, we have some acknowledgement of it. We suspect that those designers, especially those with bigger audiences, are doing a lot of work. But like we don't feel it every day, okay? And so what we want is we want all the pretty stuff around it without doing any of the work. And I can see through that. I think you guys can see through that too. You know, I think you can see it in yourself, like where you're just yearning for the big contract, but you literally have not done the 12 or 16 hour days that is done over a long period of time to become a phenomenal designer, or at least really, really good at your craft. So good that you've put in your 10,000 hours. And so I want to, for you, that those of you who are coming into this industry, um, especially those of you who are like, I just want to be, I want to be a great fabric designer. I want to see my fabric and print. And that's a little bit different than the being famous within industry part of it. Because I think one of the most amazing temporary satisfactions you can have is to have your fabric put in print. But this is how I know from my designers who are who's serious about becoming a designer and who's serious about becoming famous. When I say to a designer, whether I've looked at their portfolio or not, or I've been chatting with them about their goals, okay, like they'll always say, like, my end goal is to be a fabric designer. I'm, I'm good with that, really, really good with it. I'll say, well, in the meantime, are you going to be okay with being maybe a digital fabric designer or a repeat pattern designer or a, a digital fabric uh, paper designer? Will you be able to do that for three five, maybe 10 years if you can't get the fabric contract. And sometimes there's a hesitation where they're like, hmm, I don't know if I wanna work that long or that hard for it. That's how I know, right? And then there are others who immediately say, yes, I wanna do the work. I know the work will get me there. I'm excited for the work, because guess what? That journey, you guys, is a part of that whole thing. And 
for those of you who have been in your heart this whole time very excited about the famous part, the big audience part, I am here to tell you it does not make you happier. And I don't even have a very big audience, okay? I focus my time and energy definitely not on trying to get people to be just way into me. I want people to be way into my design work because the design work is what matters. The design work lives on. And that's how I make my mark in the world. And if you can switch your thinking from thinking about, I just wanna be this big thing versus I really want to educate people. I want to provide them with beautiful designs. I wanna make so much design work that I could hit a lot of different people with all these cool things that would make their lives easier, better, cooler, right? That's substance, you guys. That is substance. And, you know, I think this has come up for me a little bit as I'm kind of watching my own designers and design suite start working on followings and brand. Um, as I talk to so many designers and I kind of start seeing through some of the things that people are saying. And the thing that I love the most is when I hear a designer or an aspiring designer humbly say, I just want to do this like this. I need this for my own creativity. I need this because it will fill me. And that's a designer that I know I can do something amazing with, okay? Um, you know, it is so interesting to me too that when your, your intentions really aren't aligned, how easy it is to never make money. It is so fascinating to me that the money and the alignment and the fulfillment that those actually, they're all the same. And if you instead focus on making your mark in this world as a designer, if you focus on deciding that you're gonna become the best you possibly can at your craft, the fame will follow. The right amount of fame will follow, I should say. Um, because I know there's actually the opposite out there and actually lots of my designers are this way where they're, they don't wanna be on social media. They don't want to put their face out there. Um, they want to just be able to design and call it good. And there's a mixed medium between the two, you guys, because there's a certain point, you'll make a certain amount of money, and I'm, I'm at this point with several of my designers, and it's like pulling teeth, and I'm like, guys, it's now time to build a brand because they, they're making so much money. And I'm like, guys, like to get to the next level, we've got to start building a brand and they don't wanna put their face on camera. It's been so much easier just to design and make their mark on the world that way that they don't wanna hit the next level. Super fascinating. If you're one of those people, you know who you are as well, right? Because I see, I see both, I see both. Um, and I myself, I will tell you, it took many years. I mean, we're 15 years in, and when I open up a design boot camp, one of the first questions I ask in day one is how many of you actually knew me before you came to a boot camp, And most of them have never ever heard of me before. And that gets me really excited. I love that. I think that is the coolest thing ever, that I've been able to make the kind of money I have and just been able to do it incognito for years and years and years. In fact, part of the reason we started the Mini Lou brand when we, we started it was because I was trying to extract myself and get myself out of the front 
of people's screens. And now you can see me here, so you know that I've given up on that. I recognized the thing that I had been avoiding for years and years, which is in order for people to really learn design from me, I had to show my face. I had to teach them in a way that felt really authentic to me. And it, it took me many years to kind of feel myself into that. It was really hard, you guys, to put myself out there and decide, I'm going to teach the way I know how to teach design. And I'm going to teach it in a way where I know that people who learn from me, it won't just be frilly and happy and let's design a little bit every day and you'll just make it. Instead, I was like, you know what? I'm going to teach people what realistically it looks like. And the ones who want to win, they're going to hang out with me. The ones who are interested in making money, they're going to hang out with me. The ones who are willing to focus on sales, they're going to hang out with me. And I started to realize, you know what? I'm not going to appeal to everyone. And I'm okay with that. I'm going to appeal to the ones who want what I have to give them. And I'm going to watch them win. And it's going to be phenomenal. And it has been. It has been, but it was a journey to get to that place. So for you, if you're on either side of this camp, the side where it's like, I just want to be like the figurehead of design and you're not willing to put in the work. Okay. Just kind of contemplate on that. What, like, what are you doing wrong? What's your intention really? And align yourself with that intention. If you're someone like one of my designers who is starting to make money, who's making sales every day, who's hitting four or five figures a month. Okay. Those of you in that camp, we've got to start thinking about your brand. What do we do to get you to the next level, right? And how do we, you know, take care of that kind of mortifying fear of having to be on camera and having the internet judge you, which that's hard as well. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful to you. You know what side of this camp you're on, okay? And the goal is to dig in and do some real exploration into why you want to become a designer and what it's going to take to get you there. I find that people who, who say it's going to take longer than it actually does, like they kind of like, oh, it's going to take me this long and it's going to be this many hours a month and, or a week and this is what it's going to take, they usually get there faster because they set themselves realistic expectations. You know what's exciting? When they get there faster and it feels like, oh my gosh, winning, winning, winning. Then I have the other side, people who put together unrealistic expectations. Um, they join my program. They think they can get a certain number of pro uh, products per week or by day. And like, they haven't done the basics yet. They haven't figured out the basics yet. And so it takes them longer and then they feel like they failed. It's all about setting our expectations. And that's the reason I wanted to talk about this today, because if you can set your intentions right, if they can really align with what you really want in your heart, what will happen is magic, total magic, okay? In your life, in the way you need it to be. And I really want that for you because it feels pretty darn good. Someone who has realized a lot of my dreams way before I ever planned on ever hitting them. And we've got cool things coming up this year that I'm so excited to show you about. I, I just, I am going to tell you that people who are happy in the unsuccesses are very, very happy in the successes. So be happy at where you're at and then dream big and you'll be happy at all levels. All right, guys, I can't wait to see you again. Um, 
If you are on the podcast, make sure you subscribe. I'm so happy that you're here listening, hanging out with me in our little niche subject of design. If you're on the YouTube channel or vice versa, go subscribe there at karinagardner.com slash, uh, no, at youtube.com slash karinagardner. I would love for you to hang out with me. Um, my book is coming out March 12th. It's on, uh, well, actually it's past this. It just barely came out. I'm recording this before March 12th, so that's why I got a little confused. It's already come out. Go check out my book. I think you'll really love the models in it. Um, I tried to mix my academic background with my real life experience. And coming up on my YouTube channel soon in less than a month are new episodes that you are not gonna wanna miss. I am so excited for what we're about to bring to the channel. Um, real life design and uh, used in real life circumstances. So I think you're gonna like it and I will see you guys soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.